Welcome back to Voracious Podcast. We're back. We were on a hiatus for a couple of weeks. I was pretty sick. Yeah, sick. I got the ick. I think everybody but my wife got the ick. And uh, the new, new my voice was almost gone for like a week. New COVID. I could talk for about an hour a day, and yeah, I don't know what it was. Is fever and we're just all grateful you're back. I all uh all twenty. <laughs> 20 now we have 140 youtube oh, subscribers oh, we actually my still apology. got more subscribers even though we didn't put any content out which is um that's crazy well you know people still watch gilligan's island too i mean so <laughs> thanks i mean that's a great show <coughs> oh he's still sickly i'm still a little coffee there we go coffee hmm. yeah and we're talking about coffee today yeah coffee what's good Today's topic, we're going to talk about what's real love look like, and even more specifically, what does love look like even when you're going through it? Because it's easy to love, it's easy to show it when everything's pretty much going your way. You don't have very many annoyances, and in my life in particular, I've been kind of walking through it for a couple of weeks, um, just specifically with me, it's like at, at my job specifically, uh, a million little annoyances turn into just this huge volcano. Yeah. Raging volcano. <laughs> and, um, I don't like being a raging volcano. It scares me. Honestly. Uh, I'm always afraid of what I might accidentally say or, uh, God forbid do. Um, but then, then you see, the story in the Bible, and I can't pinpoint where it's at. I should have done my research before we started. Uh, edit that in. There you go. A Bible. A verse. Chikoo. Verse in the Bible. Ta-da. <laughs> uh, where Jesus was angry, and he was literally flipping tables and chasing people out of a temple. And uh, do you think he was yelling? Oh, I mean, yeah, probably. I, I mean, I'm pretty confident he, he yelled and raised his voice. But he didn't hate anybody. He wasn't like, I think a lot of times uh, anger in people's mind is tied to like hate. Um, like, why, why are you yelling at me? You hate me. What's going on or whatever. But it's not, doesn't have to be the case. And I'm not hating anybody. I'm just annoyed to the point to where everything I do lately has been very, just matter of fact, I'm tired of getting pushed and poked in the little pecks mm-hmm. of life. I don't know. I, I I really feel like it's been a test of just how am I going to react in love, in anger. And um, I don't think I'm passing the test by, <laughs> by any means. Well, you know, without a test, you can't have a testimony. Thank you. That's true. Yeah, That's true. But I think I'm learning. I think I'm learning. So what is what is that biblically, do you think, supposed to look like? Because he's obviously throwing a fit in the temple, it's, you know, getting these people out of here, throwing tables over, breaking people's property. Sure. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, I mean, he is love. Right. So God is love. Yeah. I think a lot of times in the church, church world, mm-hmm. we we don't really know what love is. We confuse love with a lot of different things. 
yeah. uh, you know, I was talking about it a few, a few weeks ago um, that in the English language, we have one word for love mm. and it's love. So, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I love my wife mm-hmm. and then I, I love steak. Yeah. I had a good one earlier, you know? So, <laughs> I mean, so, but there's a difference love. There's a difference in it. Cause we like, we love our favorite sports teams, mm-hmm. but we also love our animals, but we love our kids. And so sometimes love gets kind of washed out. And then in the church world, we have so many people that are so avid about saying, well, you know, that's not love or, or, or you have to love me. You have to accept me. You have to take me in the way that I am. Yeah. Love and, gets confused with acceptance and tolerance and that's another one I don't really understand is, uh, you know, people are, you see the bumper stickers that say tolerance and it's like made out of all the different pagan symbols that you could ever think of. I think that's the coexist. I've coexist. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Tolerance. Same, is, same is difference. A, yeah. Big thing. And I'm like, since when did anybody really want to tolerate anybody else? Yeah. I don't, I don't think we do. And, and again, I mean, I think like, like I was saying, that's where the church kind of gets people in the church get kind of worked up and they're, they're like, well, you don't love me because you disagree with me. Right. Or you're not showing me love because of this. Or on the other side, they, they confuse, I think we confuse trust and love a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Like I can love somebody, but I may not trust them. I may not go to that degree. And so people just kind of throw themselves out there. They're like, well, I'm not a good Christian if, if I don't trust somebody who just slapped me in the face five times. <laughs> that they're not going to do it to six. Cause you know, I just need to be more like Jesus. And, and, and Jesus was very adamant about, you know, right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he, you know, I was along those lines, I was hearing people talk about a discussion um, about Jesus getting angry and how Jesus didn't expose people's sin. So they were talking about those things. But if you look at how Jesus talked to the Pharisees, like he did, he yeah. called them out. He was like, you guys are whitewashed tombstones with dead men's bones. Right. You're these cups that are clean on the outside, but within you, you're filthy. Yeah. And, and I was going to say, what well, what do you mean by it didn't expose people's sin? Because like he even told the woman at the well everything about right. what she's been in. So right. what is that? Yeah, that's just wrong. And so, but I, that's where <laughs> I think we get, we get confused on love because love, love is truth, right? Because God mm-hmm. is love and love is truth. And sometimes, I mean, truth hurts. Yeah. I mean, you exposed yourself in that moment of like, Hey, I'm probably not passing this test. Yeah. Probably not doing great. Well, the truth is, you know, I've got to be honest with myself and honest with the situation in order for it to, to become what it needs to be. And so, yeah, I think that, I think again, we get kind of skewed on what love is on the variation of love. And there's, you know, there's the deeper meanings of love and the different types of love and all of those things. But, but at the basis of it, God is love. Mm Mm-hmm. And love is the one who walked into the temple and said, you've turned my father's house into a house of thieves, a den of thieves. And so he starts kicking them out Yeah, because love is passionate too. Right. And, yeah, yeah. and I think, you know, when, when you're like you and, and other people that I know who are very justice driven mm-hmm. and things are wrong, black and white. Oh black yeah. And wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's, there's not a lot of gray in that, in that no, world. And I don't live in a gray world. <laughs> I've tried. I can't do it. I don't know. I, <laughs> and there's, I, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're living in a black and white world where love is the root of who you are. Right. And obviously that love can only come from the Lord and the way he works. 
Um, so, I mean, that's part of the journey, right? That we, that we can have honest conversations. Yeah. We can even disagree. We can even agree to disagree. Yeah. And, and, and still walk in love. I mean, Paul and Paul and Barnabas, right? They, yeah. they came to a point where he's like, Hey, John Mark's <laughs> coming with us. He's like, dude, I'm mm-hmm. not traveling that joker. No. He's like, well, I'm taking him. He's like, well, deuces. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but then Paul didn't write a newsletter the next week exposing how Barnabas wasn't a true apostle. Yeah. And he could have, it could have, I mean, he was the, you know, apostle of apostles. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, but he never has a harsh word about Barnabas. They just agree to disagree because yeah. at the, at the end of the day, they did love each other. They just couldn't come to that, that place of connection in that one item. Yeah. And I don't think when Jesus was kicking uh, people out of the temple and all their stuff, you know, <laughs> He didn't say, and never come back, you know, (laughs) and, uh, you know, like you're going to hell for the, you know, he was not casting judgment on people personally uh, and condemning them. You go home now. You'll be a full hour. You You scare my wife. (laughs) Sorry, John Panette. I couldn't. But that's, that's the love aspect of it. It's like, there's still grace. I'm still uh, grace, forgiveness, but just get out right now because this is not okay yeah it's it's obviously to me what that says is there is leeway for for passionate anger and i don't know that he actually you think he hurt anybody probably i mean i, I don't i think it would be recorded if yeah he, i'm sure they've been like any black somebody's eye yeah, and busted come. his teeth out and i don't i don't broke think a chair he, over this dude's yeah, head like wwf <laughs> style but he got his point across, and it was probably pretty wild, especially for like the temple. Mm-hmm. They ain't probably never seen anything like that before. <laughs> that would have been wild. So, I mean, is it justice that backs that up? I mean, because he's just. Yeah, I think it's that. I think there's like, I mean, like the biblical word would be like righteous indignation, right? Whoa. Like, yeah, that's a big okay. one. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> theology there but yeah i mean like a righteous like a a righteous anger that says what is happening is wrong and Mm -hmm. i i can't sit back and let it happen anymore yeah because because i think again going back to the the root question what did he love well he loved the father yeah he loved the father's house he loved the people that were in there he loved the ones that were that he saw were being taken advantage of because they're selling you know Mm -hmm. these sacrifices and they're taking advantage of people in the name of god Right. And so he, he loves that and he knows what's right. And so it's like enough is enough. And that's, you know, I I think in the world we live in, especially in this modern age, we, we have this, you know, cancel culture where if you speak out against something like you're shut off or you're negative or you're this. And really, I mean, I love my kids Mm -hmm. and I've been, you know, I've disciplined them. I've Mm -hmm. gotten onto them. I've been really hard on them, but it was to make them better human beings in the future. Yeah. And you look at what society looks like, especially in the Western world now, and we have things that are out of control because somebody either never told somebody no, they never yeah. disciplined them, they never gave them that, or they never gave them love. And so people are created to to crave love and they're gonna they're gonna or attention. Mm-hmm. It's love, but but attention, and so they're gonna get it one way or the other. And then you have incidents that happen at like that parade at the for kansas city where right you know 23 innocent people are shot mm-hmm. because because there was a group of people that got mad at each other 
and didn't have that, that stemmation of love built in them to be able to get angry and maybe have words, but not escalate it to a point where life is no longer valuable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, if you're crossing into where life isn't really valuable, I mean, I think that's a whole nother, I think you do, you get into hate. Oh yeah. I think, I think you could only devalue a human life if you hated actual life. So that, that gets into a whole different. Sorry. I went off, I went off the rails. (laughs) My apologies. Yeah, no, but yeah, at the root of it though, I mean, as far as believers, like, what love looks like. And Corinthians tells us, you know, love mm-hmm. is patient, love is kind. You know, it, it doesn't hold against people. It doesn't envy. It's, it's all these attributes um, that, you know, like you brought back to your point, you are, we're all trying to walk in. Right. And we're striving to walk in those things. And sometimes we do well. And then sometimes we don't, but we have a, we have a barometer to tell yeah. us, Hey, am I operating in love? Cause, cause I, you know, only you mm-hmm. know the motivation of your heart. Same for me. Like yeah. I can say, oh, Andy did this because I saw this outward action, but only you know what your motivation of your heart was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just I'm thinking of a story that happened the other day. I just uh, I got an instant an instant check, an instant receipt from my wife. It's because she does that to me, and that's good. <laughs> she said something to me, and like I said, I've been dealing just with being angry overall, just in general, in my whole accountance and. uh she said something to me and I was doing something. I was like, I just yelled my response at her. <laughs> and she's like, are you kidding me? And I was like, yes. <laughs> she didn't buy it. Boom roasted. Yeah. She didn't buy it yeah. at all. But, uh, you know, we go through the, these things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, but that, I mean, that's the journey, but then, you know, you go into the, again, uh, on love, you have this relationship with your spouse mm-hmm. of love where, you know, we give each other the benefit of the doubt. Right. We, we don't do it as often as we should, but we, we give each other the benefit of the doubt. We, we know, Hey, I know this person loves me. Yeah. So in this moment that they may react to something in a negative way, that's not who they are. That's not what's going on, but there's something deeper. And so then, so then love kind of, again, it puts us in check yeah. and says, Hey, you know, what are you doing right now? And I want people to to realize as well, because in the church, especially people wear their masks of everything's perfect oh, in yeah. my world. And I don't even care who your favorite televangelist preacher is. That guy has had problems at his house. There's been yelling matches. There's been all kinds of stuff. I don't care what he says. It, there's, there's, that's just real life. Yeah, it's real life. That's just real life. So don't let anybody make you feel condemned if you're walking through these things like I, I have been for the past two weeks now. And it's I'm doing a little bit better now. I'm working working on the back end of it, which is good. And it's been rough. And, and I definitely haven't been a perfect model husband at home or father or anything or coworker. Um now you can never be a televangelist. So that's out the window. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Darn. <laughs> but uh yeah, just dealing with anger is is okay. It's a real emotion and there's a right way to deal with it and I think there's a wrong way to deal with it and I think um we all have failed 
in dealing with it, quote, the right way. I really don't care who you are. And just know that there's grace, there's forgiveness, there's redemption, all that stuff. Eventually, I guess. Yeah. And what I mean, I think you got to, you know, in the process, you got to learn from the mistakes you make. Right. You know, that's why I said earlier, I just feel like it's, it's just been a period of testing almost Mm -hmm. just, just to learn. Cause actually I was just, I was asking the Lord about it. What is going on? Why am I so angry? And I really felt that his response to me was, you need to learn how to deal with it correctly. And I'm like, well, I haven't been. He's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So why don't you, why don't you try again? Right. You know, so, and that spurred the topic for, for today. So, but I mean, and that's like you said a minute ago, that's the grace of God, right? I mean, if you read the Bible in all these instances of the children of Israel, you know, they're out in the, in the wilderness and, Mm -hmm. and they, they get frustrated. They murmur, they complain. I mean, they even say it was better when we were slaves, you know, which it wasn't, but, but they, they didn't want to deal with their circumstances mm-hmm. and, um, and you know, they didn't cross over into the mm-hmm. promised land, um, because of that. Yeah. And so, you know, but God, God, he didn't wipe them out right then. You know, he's gracious, he's merciful. And now we have the new covenant with, with Christ. And so it's even more grace and mercy that says, you know, I'm, I'm becoming who he made me to be. Mm-hmm. If, if any, you know, we quote the scripture all the time. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away and behold, all things become new. Mm-hmm. And, and there is this instantaneous like heart change, but then there's a, a practical walking it out right? where I've got to stop being me and start looking more like him. Yeah. And like you said, anybody who's on that journey has faltered. Yeah. And if they say otherwise, then they are, they're, they're faltering now because they're liars. <laughs> I mean, that's just plain and simple. Yeah. Yep. Good episode. I think I hope, we tackled I hope it. so. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. We had a good lunch at least. I did have a good lunch. <laughs> I loved it. It's really good. Agape? No, it was kind of a feast, you know, it was kind of a feast. So anyway, like, subscribe if you would share these videos. Voracious podcast out. See you soon.